Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. It's time to look back on the fury from the deep, uh, the animated reconstruction of the uh, Patrick Troughton six parts episodes, six episodes. I, I can't even. Are they parts? Are they episodes? What are they? Sometimes they say parts. Sometimes they say episode at the start. I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, it was I had a lot of fun watching this. Um and, you know, it's been a, a long time coming. It's something I'd wanted to see for ages. Uh, but I'm interested to see how everyone else felt about it. Um, ancient Spoonbill uh, must be ancient because they said uh, that scared the bejesus out of me back when I was a kid. I was worried about what might come up the plug hole at bath time for months. <laughs> And now I find that the only surviving footage is a bit that ABC cut out for being too scary. Ooh. And then grimacing face, grimacing face, grimacing face. It's, there were three emojis in there. Um, oh, wow. I, I would love to have seen those. I was not born, sadly. Um, but yeah, like when I was a kid, I just used to imagine how amazing... 60s Doctor Who must have been and then we finally got to see some like in the 80s they started repeat, repeating black and white ones because they refused to repeat black and white ones in all of the 70s because colour TV was new <laughs> and even though I was watching black a black and white television <laughs> like apparently you couldn't show black and white show anyway it was it was a it was a time um <laughs> James has said Theory is all froth these days. Oh, see, because I've been posting pictures of my Patrick Troughton dolly 
in Bubble Bath, and uh, this is his reference to that. He, he does say on a more constructive note, the Battle of the Giants reminded me of all the Norse malarkey in the Curse of Fenric. Oh! Fury from the Deep takes place on the shores of the North Sea. Oh, yes, as does Curse of Fenric. So my theory is that the Doctor was referencing the battles between the giants... Uh, the Jotna and the gods in Norse mythology. Oh, I see. Greek mythology would also work, but Norse fits better. It does. It's the North Sea. And, you know, they they were just over there. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They go to England. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Um, but the Vikings did go to England. <laughs> uh, bonus theory. The seaweed monster is a manifestation of Fenric. Oh, that is a good one, James. Another move in the great game between Fenric and the Doctor with a timey twist. This takes place after the events of Fenric in Earth's timeline, when Fenric was supposedly destroyed. A future echo, a faded echo, or were reports of Fenric's death exaggerated? Ooh, I mean, I guess part of it is that, um, you know, the Doctor and the Master seem to meet in their own timeline even though they're meeting in different times um so maybe i mean except for the world enough and time episode where there's two masters um one of them being missy but like maybe what happens is the doctor meets fenric in various timelines uh depending wherever he is and this was a manifestation or alternatively, like, you know, my other wackadoodle theory, where when the doctor doesn't interfere, <laughs> a little bit of an interference. So maybe the second doctor met the monstrous seaweed and thought, hang on, I think there's something behind the monstrous seaweed. Then when he was the seventh doctor, who went back and tied up a whole bunch of loose ends that had been left you know, flapping in the breeze. Um, he's gone to go, I'm going to deal with this before it becomes a problem of killer seaweed. So maybe he's, you know, wiped out his own timeline at some point. It's plausible. I mean, you know, in uh, the Pandorica episodes, like the entire timeline of the universe was wiped out and rebooted. So who knows? Anyway, that's I love that. I love that the seaweed could be an extension of Fenric. Like it makes it feel less um just wacky seaweed. <laughs> also, it explains the possession thing because you know the girls and and the the soldiers that get possessed by the the Fenric stuff like from underwater. Oh yeah, I like this. I like it. Um uh Steve, who com also commented on my Patrick Trout and Bubble Bath Dolly, said, I thought the Xerophon were back. <laughs> Which is terrified face emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, love heart emoji. Um so yeah, the Xerophon from Time Flight, which is a Peter Davison episode that is um not okay. Uh, like, should we watch it? It's really problematic <laughs> for a number of reasons. Yeah, maybe that should be the next. All right, that, that'll be the one I watch in the next episode. I'm watching Time Flight. I was going to watch the Fires of Pompeii for Loki. All right, I'll do Fires of Pompeii because we've all been watching Loki. Some of you probably haven't been watching it. And there was a volcano episode and it all kind of feels like 
well, this is where the kind of Dr. Link comes from. Um, so we'll watch Fires of Pompeii and then go straight into Time Flight. <laughs> so Fires of Pompeii with David Tennant, Time Flight with Peter Davison. <laughs> Um, Peter also refer- referred to my Patrick Trout and Dolly bubble bath photo by saying, what's Patrick doing in your bathroom? Towels, bubbles? Is this something you need to tell us? I, I don't know what you're going That's my friend Peter who sends me weird texts. Um, Matt says the he's watched the animated one and he says the cartoon seaweed looks like a booger that's picked up hair from a carpet. Oh, so it looks like an anchovy. Uh, <laughs> I've always thought anchovies on pizza look like someone's dropped it in the carpet and then turned it back over and gone, ah, oh, yeah, that'll do. Just sprinkle a bit of salt on the carpety bits. No one will know. Um... <laughs> Anyway, he has said uh, this episode is Doctor Who and the Mr. Tickle people meet the hairy bogey fronds. Uh, proper title for Fury from the Deep. Oh, because the, the uh, animated arms on some of the characters, like the way they've rigged them, they just become too long when they're gesticulating. Like they start to flap around and they they do have very long arms like Mr. Tickle. I, I do agree with you, Matt. To some degree. Um, he says, I wasn't familiar with Fury before this, hadn't read the book or anything. What did come as a surprise was Victoria's departure. Not that it happened, but how they handled it. Because the classic series mostly used to do, you off then? Okay, bye. <laughs> but it was really seeded through the story. She was tired, emotional, upset. It was really up there for me with that Tomb of the Cybermen chat. Oh, yeah. That beautiful conversation between the Doctor and Victoria um, during the Tomb of the Cybermen where she's, you know, she's just lost everyone she's ever known and it's their first adventure together and then they end up in the Tomb of the Cybermen. Um, Also, very exciting that, uh, I know it's probably a few weeks ago now, um, but it's kind of new information for me here in the future, Um, but Evil of the Daleks is being animated. So we're going to get like a full kind of, I think that almost the entire run of Victoria stories, essentially. Like, is that all of them then that we'll be able to access? I'm just trying to think if there are any of of hers missing. Oh, no, this, the Abominable Snowman, I think, is still in a hole somewhere. Um, anyway, like, that's, like, her opening story, her closing story's now been done. This will be amazing. Like, uh, I'm quite excited about that because I, I think she was a great character. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so... Matt goes on to say the helicopter seaweed about the helicopter seaweed front scene. You know the scene where they made it into an action scene, but originally it was just a wacky helicopter scene. Um, he says, I don't like that what was intended as a bit of fun and humour has been reinterpreted as an action scene. See, I get where you're going, but, you know, he says <laughs> he's, um, he's not a big fan of the animations. He'd prefer they were accurate representations of what was filmed. Um, not Gary Russell trying to correct what he doesn't like alongside his millionth, let's fix this plot hole book. He does love to fix a plot hole. How long till we get Doctor Who and the Ikea Visit of Destiny? (laughs) Where Gary says, I thought it was important to fill the gap and explain where the Doctor got his hat stand. (laughs) Matt, that is very bitchy, but very funny. (laughs) 
Alright, next episode, we're going to Pompeii with the Doctor and Donna. Uh, please jump along. You can join me at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.